This episode of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise. That's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. So Wadi Kap, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Pu'u Muay Thai Podcast. So Wadi Kap, guys. This is Crew Jonathan over here uh, today on July 6th. Today, I have a couple topics, very simple ones. Um, you know, talking about Muay Thai, about reopening, because we're coming up on a couple weeks of being reopened. Uh, as well as uh, some other things as well, but uh, we'll get into that. So, first thing I want to get into is, first of all, it's July 6th. It's been two weeks since we've been open at Putin Muay Thai in Ventura. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, it's been it's been tough um, and, and understandable. You know, we had that uh, push notification come out on everybody's phone using the Nixle system, saying uh, imminent threat of COVID-19 rising. And I know that scared the crap out of a lot of people out there, and uh, that's totally understandable. Uh, you know, and I, to be honest with you, I thought they were going to shut us down and shut down martial arts and the fitness industry again. Um, but luckily, a lot of that contact tracing and stuff that I was talking about in the previous episode, uh, it didn't lead to gyms or martial arts or anything like that. So uh, for anybody out there that's listening, I hope your academy is practicing sensibly. In regards to safety protocols for COVID-19, because if that starts getting traced back into martial arts, that could be uh, that could be bad for us, as we're seeing with restaurants and bars and stuff like that right now, because they took another step back. Uh, But you know, we're we're totally prepared as a business to be able to pivot back online and do all that stuff if necessary. Uh, Along with Coach Ryan, you know, we're we're all talking and communicating now more than ever. prior to lockdown for like our shutdown that we had for COVID-19 uh, all the way through lockdown, like shutdown until now, you know, our team has been communicating very, very well and uh, very stoked about it. Uh, you know, doing our, our weekly staff meetings, I'll just share this. It's like, you know, everybody used to come in and do our staff meeting, but now we can just do it via Zoom. I can do a screen share. I can show everything. It's actually a better presentation. So that was a perk. Uh, you know, and I know there's a lot of students out there uh, who may be listening that you know you're still apprehensive about coming uh, into the academy to train in person. Uh, totally, 100% respect that. Uh, I just want to make sure that you guys did see the protocols that we've been implementing. Um, as some students who weren't aware about like the physical distancing that we were doing for our classes, the mass required classes, uh, and they were like, "Well, I, I didn't know that." So. Uh, I'm just going to say it again, like our, our protocols that we have, uh, it's becoming, I saw an article that came out on NPR, I'll put it in the show notes, uh, article came out, I think it was on the 1st, about like, you know, the question was, hey, gyms are reopening, is it safe for me to go back? And I think it was a really good article that covers over like, hey, like, um, assess the location's uh, COVID-19 plan. That's why we have it posted in multiple places. We have it on our student app, on the Spark student app. We also have that uh, posted all over the academy. We have it on our website, everywhere. Make it really easy for you guys to be able to find. Um, I'm looking at actually making a video as well, walking through and showing everything that we're doing. Uh, I had one I had on Instagram TV, but I'm doing one with a little bit more in-depth stuff, so that way everybody out there can see that. Um, and you know, I hope 
If you're thinking about coming back, I hope that gives you some comfort in knowing that we're literally doing everything possible in order to be able to get you guys to come back uh, in a safe and sensible manner. But, you know, like I said, we're still doing the online classes, and if you're not taking advantage of those, uh, I highly recommend you start taking advantage of them. We run them alongside of our live classes here in Ventura. Um, for adults, we have those on Monday and Wednesday at 6 p.m., uh, we also have them on, uh, let's see, Saturday, we have it at 10 a.m. And then for the kids, we have 5 p.m. on Monday and Wednesday, and then 12 noon uh, for the kids as well on Saturday. So if anybody is listening out there and you're looking for a place to be able to practice, train, like if your academy is not offering online classes, know that you guys can enroll as a student in our academy get access to our eight-week online course and get access to our live classes. So the class times are um, on Pacific Standard Time here in California time. So if you're on the East Coast, that, that may, it's going to be around you know 9 p.m. Uh, if you're like somewhere in Japan, Australia, it's going to be morning time. It actually might work for you. So uh, let us know. We'd be happy to get you connected on that. All right. So next thing, uh, I'd like to talk about this a little bit. I was actually able to write uh, my first book uh, during lockdown. So if you guys didn't know, I've actually I've been writing for like blogs and stuff like that for a long time, uh, along with all the Muay Thai content. I've done I've done it for other academies, uh, copywriting and all that stuff. So uh, I don't know I never did it before, but I kind of focused on something. I, I get asked this question a lot by a lot of students, uh, people online, and you know it's it's just a really good topic. So the title of the book is that question, you know, essentially. The title of the book is Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight. So uh, I get asked that so much, you know, hey, if I wanted to fight, what do I do? How do I get started? What should I be doing at home? Uh, how many times a week should I be training? Uh, should I be doing one-on-one -on -one lessons? Uh, what is road work? How do I get started doing road work? Uh, what should I do in regards to my diet? What should I do in regards to my lifestyle? Uh, my work hours, um, how much should I be sparring, what kind of sparring should I be doing, and when, and how often. So these are some topics that we cover inside of my book, uh, Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight. I have these on pre-sale right now, uh, and I can ship them. I'm I Basically, I got my first batch. I'm hand-signing all of them and uh, shipping them out myself. I'm working on game distributed through Amazon, uh, also through a digital format for anybody who might be interested in that as well. Uh, the paperback format is $19.99. Uh, I don't have a price yet for the digital format, but I'm going to work on that soon and that'll be available. For any of my students, you can actually purchase the pre-order uh, pre uh, right now on the student app. I also have a link up on our website moitaventura.com and uh, PMT Lifestyle also has one over there as well. Um, there's actually the best link is over on pmtlifestyle.com. If you go over there, just hit you know reserve my book or I, I'm pretty sure that's what it says over on there. But uh, you know basically 73 pages of you know I'll kind of just read through the index of what I have here. You know introduction. What is your why? Uh, time, dedication, discipline. Training gear for fight prep, running and road work, shadow boxing, your training week, pad work and private lessons, bag work and conditioning drills, calisthenics, sparring routines, 
the sparring routines and clinching routines are actually some of my longest chapters, along with the road work and running stuff. Um, Post-training stretches for focus and flexibility, rest and recovery, diet and healthy habits, making weight, mental prep and pre-fight, and your first Muay Thai fight. So, uh, and also closing thoughts. So as we're going through this, um, you know, book, I think it's a really great tool for the coaches that are out there uh, that maybe if you guys have a student who's asking you about it, it's a good tool. Uh, if you guys are interested, uh, be happy to uh, help get like anybody that might be a coach out there. Um, if you guys want a copy, let me know. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at Putu Muay Thai. Uh, you can also message me on my personal Instagram at Jonathan Putu as well. Uh, and we can see about getting you one of these copies in your hand as soon as we get them off the press this week. So they should be done printing the end of this week. Um, so super stoked about that. Uh, you know, talk about use of productive time. I've been meaning to write something about that for a very long time. You know, I've written training manuals for our instructors and all that stuff. And this is the first time I've written something like for public consumption that's not for people who are running in an academy. So um, I'm looking forward to getting it out there and seeing what you guys think about it. But uh, I think it's a pretty badass book. Uh, you know, I showed it to one of our students. And he was like, man, I didn't, uh, I didn't think it was going to be that long. So there's, there's a ton of content in here. And it's something that over the past 13 years of, you know, fighting, teaching, running a Muay Thai academy, you know, traveling and training in Thailand alongside of, like the Thai fighters. It's definitely something that uh, I put a lot of effort into this as my profession. And I, I put this, a lot of this condensed into the book. Uh, and I hope it saves you brain cells that uh, I had to use <laughs> and lose in order to learn a lot of this stuff. So uh, definitely check that out. Okay, so uh, one of the things that we've been doing, in case you guys haven't been checking it out, we've been posting a lot more of our uh, content over on Instagram, uh, as well as TikTok. I actually uh, advertised for our TikTok in, a, in that book. So if you guys aren't on TikTok, I'm actually posting like some instructional stuff over there. Uh, once it's all posted out, I've been editing it and uploading it over onto YouTube. So if you are on the, uh, the on YouTube and checking out the Putu Muay Thai YouTube channel, definitely go subscribe to it. You guys will get notifications and your email and stuff like that in the YouTube app whenever you publish a new video. But uh, pretty much what I'm doing is I'm posting bits of uh, content throughout the week on TikTok, and I edit those videos together into like a nice full piece uh, for a like, YouTube format or like an Instagram format. Um, and of course, without the music and without the dancing. If you guys aren't on TikTok, <laughs> you wouldn't understand. But if you are... Let's just say that there may or may not be Crew Jonathan dancing on there. Um, so I've been really stoked to be able to work on that. Uh, it's been great seeing our students back in the academy that have made it back in. Um, you know, I'm very grateful for all you guys, and it's it's been it's been a trying week, and uh, I just wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, you know, we we did file for the payroll protection plan loan. So for those that don't know how that works, is you have to use at least 60% of it for payroll. And I, I'm planning on using it all for payroll and, and some rent. Um, you know, it's our, our landlords come back for some rent stuff as well. Uh, so we're going to use, use it for those pieces so we don't go into further debt. Um, but, you know, there, I just read today there was a former UFC fighter um, who's actually just closed his academy after two years and they're doing they're on record to have the best year ever since they opened 
Um, so I, I'm just grateful to be able to be open and at least be able to give it a try to see if the academy could remain open. Uh, all my team knows about this and stuff too. Uh, but for our students, maybe you guys might not know about this, uh, is that, you know, if, if things don't start picking up for us, you know, we, we might have to shutter our doors temporarily in Ventura until we're able to get into a new location. So that's not ideal. That's not what I want to do. But on paper, that might end up being making sense for what to do. And for those of you out there thinking about your programs, don't worry. we got a whole plan if we do end up going towards that route, okay? Uh, but I'm, you know, luckily I have a great support system with my wife, my mentors, my family. Uh, of course, my dog, Hercules. <laughs> uh, just to be able to reflect and, and figure that stuff out. And all of our coaches and our staff as well. So... Uh, thank you for everybody who's reached out uh, in support because it's, like I said, it's been been a really trying time. So with that said, what I'd like to do is kind of uh, dip into a little piece. This is uh, one of the videos that we edited together, and I'd like to just share the audio from it. It's uh, titled uh, Five Step Muay Thai Defense, so or, or Five Steps to Muay Thai Defense, uh, whatever, something about Muay Thai Defense. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, but I'd like to share it here just so you guys can hear it. It's really short, digestible, things less than like two minutes. All right, so check it out. Hey guys, this is Crew Jonathan here with our five-step defense tips for Muay Thai. All right, so step number one in your Muay Thai defense is evasion. Okay, step number one, evasion, because you want to save your body. All right, you want to make sure to protect yourself. And if you're not, if you're getting hit, that means you're taking damage. Okay, so things that we're going to do in regards to like evasion, First, step number one, we have stuff like leaning back to evade against a kick. There's stuff like slipping and pulling, all right, as well as just stepping your feet. All right, so that's gonna be step number one of our Muay Thai self-defense tips. This is gonna be step number two of our Muay Thai self-defense tips. All right, so step number one, we had evasion. Step number two is gonna be blocking. All right, because if you're blocking, that means you can see the target and you can block. So you have like a basic cover-up, single-hand cover-ups, answering the phone. All right, we can also block to defend against kicks from the check. We have cross checks, okay, outside checks, cross check up top as well. All right, so again, that's number two because now we're taking damage on our body, but we want to make that defense hurt them. If they punch our elbow, that's good. If they kick up part of your shin, that's good because that's going to cause more damage to them. We're going to go over step three of our Muay Thai self-defense ladder. All right, so we had evasion, we have blocking. Next, number three, this is going to be a third step. So if we're too slow to evade and we can't block so we're too tired, whatever it may be, next thing we're going to do is we're going to be catching. So we can catch legs, we can catch arms, that way we can control, grapple, we can sweep, we can follow strike with our elbows, knees, punches, and kicks. All right, so again, step number three is going to be catching techniques. So what we're going to do next, we're going to go over step number four on our Muay Thai self-defense ladder. So again, we had evasion, we had blocking, we have catching. Next, okay, number four, if none of those work, what you're going to do is you're going to jump in. All right, so when you jump in, that means into clinching. You're going to jam in on the techniques to try to cut off the power. So that means that you're too slow, you can't block, you may be injured, you can't get out of the way, so you have to come in and control the space. All right, so that's going to be step number four. So this is going to be step number five on our Muay Thai self-defense ladder. So we had evasion, we had blocking, we had catching, and we had jamming in. All right, so next one, what we're going to have, this is step number five, and it's very, very important right now, guys, especially with everything that's going on. It's going to be go join your local Muay Thai program. All right, go in and find it out. Fill out the free trial form, give them a call, say, I want to start today. How do I get started? Start online, start on person, start in the park. Wherever it is, go start. Thank you. So if you've been a student of ours before, that 
should sound pretty familiar to you. <laughs> uh, I called it my five step because I wanted to add in that extra step there at the end. Uh, but it's very important for us to have those fundamental bases and I've never heard anybody break down Muay Thai defense like that before. Uh, and we got very lucky that I learned that from Ajahn Nakwin. So he take, I give him 100% credit for that. Um, but he's the only person I've ever heard share it before in this age of information. We definitely want to get that out there. Uh, and it's just going to make everybody better athletes and better martial artists and better fighters. So super stoked to be able to share that kind of content out there uh, for everybody, including our students. So if you guys have heard me say, like, wait, what, what were those steps again? You can definitely go on there and, and go check that out. Okay. So as, as we continue on through uh, shutdown and reopening and closing potentially again, um, you know, I, one of the things I, I want to give props to uh, my team here in Ventura and Coach Ryan up in Santa Barbara, you know, is to, you know, just everybody's been having each other's back in regards to support for the team and, you know, like, hey, we need help with this, this student or uh, my front desk being going the extra mile to help learn like we changed over our, our student management software uh, for all of you guys. That's why it allows us to have the Spark member app. Um, they've all been doing a kick-ass job and I'm just super stoked and super blessed to have uh, students like that and and to have a team like that as well. So props to you guys. Thank you. All right. So I had uh, asked on Instagram a while back, our student Jesse Ruiz, uh, sorry, not Jesse Ruiz, uh, our student Jesse Estrella, sorry, I had confused, we had a Ruiz in this afternoon, but Mr. Estrella asked me on Instagram, I said, hey, you know, what do you guys want to hear about? And he asked, he's like, hey, what was the fight that you learned the most from or was the most difficult? It was something to that nature. And it really, I had to really think about this one. And even to this day, I don't have like one particular uh, but I definitely have like some of them where I learned a lot about myself uh, and I thought maybe somebody was really tough. There was one I had as an amateur. Um, I want to say it was like my sixth fight in like the span of like four months, um, which, which isn't that much. Like for here in the U.S. it's a lot. Uh, it wasn't tournament. Those are all fight night stuff too. Uh, was against this guy named Marquise Ross from, and props to Marquise by the way, if you ever hear this. Uh, that was in it was the man, where was it? It's like a showground or something like that. Not Earl Warren. It was in like Anaheim, I think. Not Anaheim Convention Center. It was through the IFS. So they would do stuff. It's down near like uh, Duarte and that area. I forget where it was at, but it was just some random outdoor venue for uh, IFS through Master Sean Shalati. Uh, I ended up fighting on uh, that card, and um, one of the reasons why is what I learned the most of is in amateur, typically your rounds are two minutes, so you, you prepare for two minute rounds. So, first of all, in that fight, they had on that fight card, they had MMA, they were doing some other thing called like the what do you call it? IFS 1, Pro 1. And, like, basically what that idea was the promoter had is they do one-round boxing, one-round Muay Thai, and one-round MMA. And they would wear only MMA gloves the whole time. And they did it for amateurs and for professional uh, here. And this is back when California State Athletic Commission still uh, sanctioned everything. I think it was 2012, uh, where they still sanctioned, like, the amateur events. So uh, one of the things that made this fight... 
you know, a learning experience for me. And I remember being in the ring and being like, damn, this round seems really fucking long. <laughs> like, you know, taking a deep breath, stepping back and, and just keep going. And, you know, it's like, hey, you know, everybody has that feeling at some point. But I remember this one in particular. So after the fight, you know, like I, you know, saw the video and I timed the rounds. There was no timeouts or anything like that that happened to them. And I think the first round was something like three minutes and 15 seconds long. The second round was um, something that was almost uh, three minutes. And I think the third round was like the weirdest one where I think it was like three minutes and 20 seconds or something like that. So we ended up fighting longer than like a pro round, <laughs> first of all. So I remember like I had to really dig deep on that one because um, Mark, he's, he's a tough guy. I kicked him, I hit him as hard as I could and... Um, I remember just having to really dig deep and push really hard on that one. I had a, a weird weight cut to my diet. I was, I was messing with my diet at that time. That's when I was like fluctuating between trying to find out like, does plant-based, like does a vegan diet work for me? Does like a paleo diet, does intermittent fasting work for me? Uh, bulletproof coffee, doing all these different things. Like, you know, like, what was that? Seven or eight years ago and even nine years ago, messing with that kind of stuff. It really allowed me to figure out, like, hey, is, is, does this stuff work for me? But needless to say, is it made the weight cut hard. Uh, so I had to learn a lot about that. And uh, I drove down with one of the guys I was training with at that time. His name was Barkley. Uh, went down there and did the weigh-ins. Uh, I think there's a picture of me and uh, Miss Natalie Morgan. Shout out to Miss Natalie Morgan and, and Dustin. Uh, so it's not, she's not Morgan anymore. She's Paliuki. I think I'm sorry if I mispronounced it, guys. But um, she was fighting there too uh, with my friends Jim Roxy at F5 uh, Fitness over in Santa Monica. Uh, and Dustin, I think it was another trainer that was there at the time. So, uh, along with weight cut, you know, having, you know, extra timed rounds, which I mean, I, I trained for it, so we were able to do it. But I remember it being especially tough and just like stepping back and taking those breaths in between and trying to just push. Also, out of all my fights, knock on wood, uh, that's the only fight where I've been kicked in the head. Like, you know, I got caught. Uh, that's one of the things I work on a lot is evasion. You know, because if you, if you guys heard in that, that video, that clip of that video that I just played for you, for our tutorial video, is evasion is number one. That's how I was taught. So I work a lot on evasion and practicing moving my feet, hit and run, and not being there. And um, I, I'm working a lot on my other aspects now too, but especially then, it was like evasion was, was key for me. So uh, having somebody kick me in the head, even when I was normally able to time it and lean back. So he kicked me in the head. My glove was there, but still, that doesn't feel good in getting kicked in the head. So... Um, that was definitely like, that was a new experience. Uh, I mean, I've been kicked in the head and sparring and stuff before, but it, during fights that never happened by that point. So, uh, it still hasn't happened. So Marquis has a good fucking kick and he's trained by a Thai guy as well, uh, named, uh, Malai Pet Sasipapa. Uh, and also the guy who was also working in his corner at that time was BM Sasipapa. If you guys follow Muay Thai in the U.S., you know who those two fighters are. They're from the now world-famous Sassi Prapa gym. I mean, I've spent time over there as well. But, um, you know, when you have a Thai trainer or you train with somebody who has a Thai instructor, you learn 
a couple different ways of setting up kicks, landing kicks, and finding out what your strengths are. And I'm going to tell you, Marquise has a fucking killer head kick. So, uh, and I remember, like I said, I remember hitting him as hard as I could and fighting back. And, whew, that guy is, is tough. So, um, and I, I felt like I gave him my all in that fight, too. And I, I just didn't get the decision on it. So, uh, and I, I learned a lot from it. I learned that I could push myself, that no matter the adversity that I'm facing, whether it be like, it was also really fucking hot that time, too. Really hot. Uh, any adversity I may be facing, uh, I really was able to overcome it and come on the end there. And I didn't get injured from it either. I was able to come back to training right away and, um, you know, be able to get back to the, the, grind, the grind of training. So that was one of the fights. That was the first one that came to mind for me. Um, man, uh, my, there's a couple of other ones as well. Uh, I'll, I'll save those for another time, but that's definitely, that was the first one that came to my mind. That's why I, I'm sharing that one. And uh, I think I have a video somewhere. Uh, maybe I can reach out to Marquise because I, I found his video upload. And, and I think it was like his wife or his girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, beat his ass, honey. Which it was, it's, it, you get that from everybody. So uh, super cool guy. I've talked to him and stuff like that afterwards, seen him fight and uh, always talking to him and stuff like that too. Super cool guy. Uh, I'm not sure if he has an Instagram or whatnot, or if he's actively fighting right now. Uh, but if he is, keep your eye out for him. He's a good guy. I think he was going pro. Um, but definitely good head kick. So, uh, you know, that's going to be it for today, guys. A little bit of a, a shorter podcast format. I kind of wanted to just connect with everybody, say hi. Oh, um, and also, we're, we're going to be doing another pre-order of our Eat Sleep t-shirts. We just got these. I'm wearing it right now, this badass Utasso's shirt and um, tank top. I like the cardinal red tank top that Coach Ralph designed. So uh, definitely, we just got those in. Uh, we're gonna be doing another uh, batch of Eat Sleep Teep stuff, uh, and keep your eye out for that book. All right. Well, that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day, afternoon, evening, week, whatever time you're listening to this. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. So, what do you cop?